This podcast was proudly produced by NZ Audio Editors. For all your editing services, you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.nzaudioeditors.com. Ryan J. Melson and Greg Moll from One Plan for Retirement would like to welcome you to the NZ Guide to Financial Freedom. In this podcast, we'll break down the psychological tools and financial framework you need to live the life you want to ensure you don't run out of money before you run out of life. Oh, hello. Didn't see you there. What are the chances that you'd come... (laughs) Like, can, can anyone that's listening to this tell me how to open? I have not worked it out. I either say it's quite interesting or I say, hello, everyone. Hello, boys and girls. and Just give me some feedback at ryan at oneplan.co.nz. Tell me how to open these. Because especially when you have a guest, you're basically sitting there talking for like 10 minutes to calm them down and, you know, get in the zone. And then you pretend like you don't know each other. Oh, hello. How you been? It seems like an ineffective strategy, but that's not what we're here for. We are here to get immense value in a short space of time because it's quick fire finance, but actually give me feedback because I would appreciate it. Uh, First question and only question. I understand that the 521 annual government contribution is worth it, but if that's the maximum from the government for self-employed, how could they end up with 150,000 for their $100,000 of contributions? Wouldn't it take almost 100 years contributing to get $50,000 from the government at 521 a year? And who's going to work for that long? Or am I missing something here? Can you please explain? Yeah, I hope you don't work for 100 years. That, you know, Google, Google is saying that um, the people that are going to live to the age of 150 have already been born. And that out of it. But anyways, let, let's see if that happens. I'll let you know. Um, but in terms of um, what's being missed here is the power of compounding interest. So for all our listeners that have um, heard Greg speak before, they heard of the rule of 72. There's another rule as well. It's called the rule of 114. So let's just open, let's just open rule of 72 first. So it's a quick way for you to calculate how long the money will double or half. So the thing that we don't realize is inflation. So let's say since 1926, inflation's been about 4.5. But subsequently, when the reserve banks come in and had these little requirements where they got to keep it between 1% and 3%, it's been quite low. It's been less than 2%, but on that mark. So let's say you have 100 grand, 2% every year. The ability of that 100 grand to buy stuff is decreasing by 2%. How long will it take that $100,000 to end up as $50,000? So for all our listeners, you'll be able to do this, and it's with uh, anyone else that doesn't know that rule to, to, to use it as a party trick because you can ex- impress people with how quickly you can calculate compounding interest. But it will take 36 years for your $100,000 to be worth fifty grand. So that's scary. Um, so if you don't have something that's beating inflation, then you're either barely getting by or you're losing money. So it's definitely food for thought. Rule 114, same as rule 72, but it's how long it takes for your money to triple or to go down by, to I don't know, go down by 
three times. Would you say a third? I wouldn't know how you said actually. So the rule 140 is quite useful as well. But what this, what's being missed in this question is the power of compounding interest. So if he was getting a 6% return, for example, um, it would double uh, in 12 years. So that, that's, that's the important thing to realize is you want to have your money working for you. From a self-employed standpoint, one of the hardest things to, to uh, I guess, maintain is cash flow. Cash is king. And if you're tying up your cash in the KiwiSaver, it can be quite daunting because there's very few key moments where you're able to take it out. You know, if you have a serious illness, um, if you have financial hardship, which during COVID, um, people went really crazy on that and try to draw it out. So I imagine there'll be more regulation and restriction coming around that. The other thing is you permanently migrate overseas. Uh, but even then, the, the pension scheme that you're going to over there might have some restrictions like in the UK if you have a pension over there and you transfer it to New Zealand you still have to wait till age 65 to access it um, <clears throat> and the final one is obviously the age of 65 is when you get it out which could make or break your business if you've tied up all your cash flow so as a general rule for um, self-employed people we we say put the minimum in the KiwiSaver unless they're working towards something like a house because then you can take the money out for that uh, so if you're putting in the minimum, if you put in $1,042.86, if you want to be precise, and your government will give you $521.46. So that, that's not only are you putting in money and then getting an extra half, um, but potentially that could be doubling, let's say, every 12 years, for example, if it was in a growth fund. So definitely think about putting in the minimum to capitalize on that, but then you could also find something that uh, is similar to KiwiSaver. It's a diversified portfolio, but you can access the money when you need it. And depending on how much of that, um, or how much of your income is going into that fund will determine the, I guess, uh, the structuring that you'd have it in. Like if you're not going to need it at all, a growth fund and you can handle that, if you're expecting you're going to need it at certain points, then balance fund. Um, so, yeah, don't necessarily put all your money into KiwiSaver, but don't miss the boat. And compounding interest is a very, very powerful thing. Just check rule of 114 and rule of 72. And, yeah, thanks to nzaudioeditors.com. And this has been another exciting installment of Quickfire Finance with one easy request being... Send me an email, Ryan, at oneplan.co.nz. I won't secretly subscribe you to a newsletter. All I want is for you to ask us a question. Send it through.